You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from LL Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmates' flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash LL Bean. LL Bean. Be an outsider. Well, hey, guys, we got, uh, we got Scott E. Wrestling from uh, Fight Game Media. He's from Fightful, Voices of Wrestling. Uh, I think he works at MSNBC, CNN, Fox <laughs> News. Um, I saw thanks, him on InfoWars with Alex Jones at one point. Uh, it's, hey, Scott, man. Uh, we have you and Tyrus. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, I'll see you Sorry, guys. Uh, guys I, let's not start a rumor that uh, Scott was on Fox News, okay? That would be yeah, detrimental to his character. It would be terrible. I'll yeah, lose but, every position I have. Please don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted I wanted to bring on I wanted to bring on Scott because we got uh, some big news. So we, it was already announced that Miyu Yamashita is going to be at Multiverse United challenging for the Knockouts title, but she is actually going to be making her debut. Oh, we finally lost JD. <laughs> She's actually going to be finally making her debut in Impact. Um, before then, it's actually going to be at Sacrifice against Killer Kelly. Man, so tell us a little bit about uh, Yamashita. Yeah, I. When the graphic originally popped up, I was in shock for multiple reasons. Maybe it was more so because a TJPW wrestler was going to be on a New Japan show more than anything else. But this is a dream of hers. Like, this is a legitimate dream of hers. She has wanted to be on an Impact show, and she's finally getting it. Like, this is something she wants to do. Um, I, I interviewed her for Fightful last week. We talked about it. She's very excited. And the fact that she gets to, you know, wrestle not only the title match, but now this one on Impact taping, I think it makes it all the more exciting for her. Um, she is one of the top five women's wrestlers in the world, no doubt about it, unquestioned. And that's that's coming from someone that watches 
all the women's wrestling in the world. You, you know, you you see like literally every woman's wrestler out there, and there's yeah. a lot of freaking great ones, and she's the yeah. top five easy for you. Yeah, she is. In ring wise, it, it's hard to match her. If you like kicks, if you like someone that's just badass that might take your head off while doing so, she's the one. She is the one. The, the fact that they gave her Killer Kelly is an interesting one. Oh yeah. Um, I I don't I don't imagine the match going long. I think that's like I think you have Yamashita win her, <laughs> beat her quick. Yeah, you know, Killer Kelly is somebody they they want to get behind, but they're going to be building Yamashita to a title shot, mm. and they could probably rebuild Kelly later. Yeah. Or uh, I I hope they don't do something with interference, you know, because yeah. this What's is a big Taylor debut. Wild, and right? I'd, I yeah I I'd hate to see that. Um, and they this they're actually they announced tonight that this match is going to debut next Thursday. Um, when uh, mm-hmm. Impact is doing, a, they're actually going live from Los Angeles, kind of a, a countdown show from Multiverse United, but they're going to be showing taped matches. So they're going to be in a studio doing like live interviews and, and live, uh, oh, you know, cool. having like a panel. And then they're going to kind of like the old school days that back in the early 90s where they would do live and then they would just kick it to matches. Uh, oh, I like point. that. So, yeah. So they got Josh Alexander versus Kenta. That was taped from uh, Vegas. Never so that's no that. <laughs> yeah, and then Mia Yamashita versus Killer Kelly is going to be on that show, and then they said they have a Will Osprey versus Homicide match. Yeah, in I the saw can. that too. And I'm like, I don't know where the hell that happened. Strong? When it happened. Maybe I don't know if they have it. Strong. Well, they said it's never it's never been seen before, so maybe New Japan just held on to the tape for Impact to air it. So they said it's never before seen. So I'll, that's what it that's what it's looking like uh, next week for Impact. So I and right. you know it's 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 a it's a bit unique, but uh, yeah, man. Um, you know Yamashita Yamashita's coming in. Uh, hopefully, man, I'd like to see her stick around a while. I know she's in the U.S. for three months. Yeah, so not like, stopping her. <laughs> no, they should book her for like every opportunity they get until they until they have her. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know if this whole Mercedes Monet thing is going to happen. Like they're teasing it again. They came out this week teasing it again, man. Um, Monet called out Mickey James, uh, and we'll get into it in a second. I know Mickey James is hurt right now, but um, uh, if I have if they a lot get of dates hope for that, yeah. It, so I, I have a lot of hope for it too. But if they can't make it happen, I'd like to see this Yamashita kid, you know, get the title. I like just belt her. You know what I mean? I think given her short reign. And then maybe dropping it to Slamovich or Grace or whoever, you know, a heel is yeah. on the roster would be really cool. Um, yeah. She's currently the, you know, pro wrestling Eve in Europe. She currently holds their title. Uh, she's also one half of the tag champions in TJPW. And she has like three or four title matches when she comes to the U.S. So I think she's going to be starting doing a little belt collector gimmick. Oh, yeah. Which, nice. uh, if you want to add the Impact Women's ti- uh, Knockouts World Title to that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no. I think personally, Impact should go out of their way to just keep booking her because they're tapings, right? So it shouldn't yeah. be too difficult. She has, she has probably like ten dates already, but with the tapings, I think she'll work around them to get on them because mm-hmm. I think she's as interested as Impact should be. Um, her and Masha Slamovich had a great match um, in Prestige Wrestling last year when she first came over to the U.S. for the first time. Um, and they have another match in West Coast Pro coming up as well for the West, Pro, the West Coast Pro Women's title. Put that on Impact Television. Put this match on yeah. Impact Television. No, one, no one's going to be upset. Trust me. 
Um, they have the chemistry, and especially by then. If you don't watch indie wrestling, which I'm sure a lot of people don't necessarily watch, it's going to be a fresh new matchup. And Masha's more mm-hmm. heel, of course, in Impact, so I think it would fit. But, yeah, I hope uh, – yeah. you, you know how I came on here and talked about Unagi Sayaka? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is like the like uh, ten times better. <laughs> oh no shit! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah And you were like pretty excited by Udagi Sayaka whenever yeah. you were talking about her. Yeah. Um, this, hey, so like everything. So JD's computer died. Do you mind sticking around and talking some news with me before I let yeah. you go? Yeah, okay, I'll okay. Stick, I'll stick around. <laughs> Sorry, man. I you're, I'm gonna catch you off guard here, but I'm gonna. Uh, you're just gonna have to uh, talk some news with me. So. Due to an injury, it was just announced right before we went on the air that Mickey James will be unable to compete at Sacrifice. Um, I think she's actually going to Sacrifice, but she can't compete. Um, there's a rumor that it might be a work, but I don't know. That nothing really happened in the match that would make me think that it was an injury. So, But uh, we'll, we'll see. Something might be happening with the title tomorrow night at Sacrifice. Was it last week that they did the um, – what was the story? Like Jordan Grace said, are you sure you want to have a yes. match? I'm, yeah. I'm guessing it's a work. That, you know what? And I, I think I think that actually makes a lot of sense. So yeah. she's uh, she's gonna she's there. They there's a picture of her floating around where she's at the Canadian border with Impact's photographer guy. The guy uh, the guy posted it online. I don't think he <laughs> knew that there was a story going on. But no. so she's gonna be there in Windsor for the show. But uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. Um, you know, yeah. But the whole the Jordan Grace thing that actually makes a lot of sense that this would be. Uh, that this would be a work, but if they're going to take the title off of her, maybe they just do a three-way with uh, Jordan Grace, Perazzo, and Giselle Shaw because that matches earlier on that on that show, and yeah. uh, that that would be a good way to crown a new champion while they while they wait to figure out what's going on with Mickey James. Is Jordan Grace not booked at all for WrestleMania week? Um, is she not on the Multiverse United show? I think there's only the one women's match, so I'm guessing. You know what? You know she's. So. I, I think she has her bodybuilding competition during that time. Oh, what a wild week to have the competition! <laughs> yeah, but this is what she's been training yeah, for yeah, forever. Yeah. You know. Oh, I, sh- I mean, she's in incredible shape. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm just a little shocked that uh you know that's this is the wrestling weekend. So I feel like yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna make your money, but hey, she she's determined, so good for her. Yeah, uh, a couple more stories here before I let you go. Motor City Machine Guns resigned. Uh, as Shelley, Alex Shelley, has actually signed his first contract in five years, so he is now uh, exclusively signed to Impact Wrestling. But the contract is going to let them work indies. They can do GCW Prestige, West Coast Pro, and all those, all your favorite indie shows. But and New Japan, obviously, they're the New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions, the GCW Tag Team Champions, and uh, now they are exclusive uh, to uh, Impact Wrestling. Man, what you think? Uh, what a win for Impact! Like, yeah. you, you want to talk about a win having having a top five tag team in the world signed to your roster now officially because you know mm-hmm. Shelly was free agent for so long. That's that's the absolute win. Now I just need I just need Impact to let them and the Young Bucks happen one more time. That's all I yes. ask. For. I just need to see that one more time. I don't care where. I don't care how it happens. Well, that's all I ask. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off.
Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think I think if they did it now, it would be better than what we saw on TNA and what we saw in Ring of Honor because they're yeah. all much better now. They're much smarter now. Um, they, you know, the Young Bucks have turned into kind of like the Rock and Roll Express, right? Like mm-hmm. they are like great baby faces, and then they could flip that switch and become the Midnight Express and be great heels. Um, and Motor City Machine Guns are perennial baby faces, but they can work with anybody. Um, now I I really like this because I've been saying for a, a while. That as much as I love the machine guns and I never want to see them break up, but I would like to see them do singles for a little bit too, because I think Alex Shelley could be a top guy here. I, I, I think, think he'd be your top heel. Dude, he did such a great job with Alexander last year yeah. with that under siege pay-per-view they had in Chicago. It was a fantastic match. Like his promos leading up to that match were just top notch. Shelley can he could do everything, man. Shelley could fucking go. Uh, I love yeah. this guy. I I look if Josh is like if they're gonna drop the title to somebody and I have another idea. I, I think Shelly could be like that heel champion that Impact is looking for. He's never won the Impact World title, right? Just just Saban. Never. Yep, Saban. Yep. It's a good story. I mean I, I like the idea of him like, you know, having this underdog story and then cheating to finally win it. Yeah. You know, kind of and then he has this heel <laughs> run where he's just a dick the whole time. Yeah. I think that would be fantastic because his his uh indie work because he's a completely different wrestler in the indies he does mm-hmm. the heel stuff and he like you know does limb targeting and stuff like that and he's just so he's just so smug because he knows he's that good and it's like mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like how you guys talk about um matt cardona and how different he is outside of impact and how he should be a top heel in impact i would like them to you know kind of go with alex shelley now don't get me wrong i'll always take the north city machine guns I was oh, gonna yeah. say no to that, but you have two guys that can be singles competitors too, and main event singles competitors. Yeah, and Shelly Shelly was a heel early on, but then as soon as he hooked up with Saban, they were baby faces. Um, but then Saban was a heel later on um, uh, as a single, so they both worked heel. I, you know, I'd kind of like to see them go heel on mm-hmm. the American Bullet Club. And yeah. and do that, and then you know, kind of go their separate ways a little bit, but still be kind of part of the same group. But you know, one challenging for like the world champion Shelly and Saban going after the X title or the digital title, whatever they want to do. Um, I I think that would be cool, like just flipping both heel, because that's yeah. the one thing we haven't seen out of these guys as a team, as a unit, as mm-hmm. them being heels and them, you know, taking advantage of the young Bullet Club and beating them down. These handsome little shits, the you know Ace Austin and Chris Bay and bloodying those bastards up. I I would love to see something like that. I'm not crazy to think that the those two young Bullet Club guys have become like top favorites, right? Like in Impact, yeah. like they absolutely have. So that that is a story that would work perfectly. And you know, I always hear you say bloody them up. I would like them to listen to you one time with either <laughs> with either Steve Macklin or this because I think that that image one time instead, you know, you're getting your uh, what what the hell's the match? The busted open match instead. Yeah, this is this is yeah. the type of blood we're gonna be using. <laughs> I think that'd yeah. be great. Yeah. 
And then uh, last thing before I let you go, man, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, baby, he is uh, coming back uh, to Impact. Well, kind of. It's an Impact New Japan <laughs> show. Um, it's a New Japan Strong show with uh, with Impact wrestlers on it, essentially. But um, this is the first time he's been on any type of Impact TV in a very long time. And he is uh, replacing Will Ospreay, who injured his shoulder. So, you know, good luck to Will. Hopefully he recovers soon. But he's going to be taking on Speedball Bailey, man, at Multiverse United. How how can anyone complain about, okay, ah, oh, we lost Will Ospreay. Damn it. Dream match type thing gone. Oh, who, who's, who's New Japan going to give us to replace him? Oh, uh, just maybe the greatest of all time. Just yeah. arguably a guy that's in the greatest of all time conversation. You you know, you guys were talking about last week. Well, you're not going to get an Okada, sure, and Tanahashi, Naito. Oh, wait, no, you are going to get Tanahashi because that's the type of guy Tanahashi is. Him and Mike Bailey is such a weird matchup, truthfully, like because yeah. they're very different. Um, they're also both baby faces. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm intrigued to see how they go. Um but I mean, is it if you're not gonna have Will Ospreay getting Hiroshi Tanahashi is not never a bad thing, and uh, it'll be cool to see him in there with Speedball tossing up. I, I'm guessing this won't be the main event anymore. If it was going to be, and you put the Impact World Title in the main, um, so I I think that um, Tanahashi working a match in the states warrants him being in the main event. That that's that fair. that's. That's Mike's opinion. <clears throat> I don't think uh, Kushida has a hope in hell of <laughs> of winning that title. I mean, they're already like promoting the next match after that. Yeah, and there's no, that there's no way. Like, like he's not winning the Impact title. This is just you know them doing Impact the Solid and letting Josh Alexander get a win over one of their you know their legendary figures in Kushida. Um, and so I, I think that you put Tanahashi in the main event. Now the the booking here. You know, if I'd have known I had Tanahashi already, I would have booked him against somebody like Eddie, like a heel, like Eddie, right? Yeah. Eddie Edwards or somebody like Moose, you know, like a heel that he could work off of. Um, because, you know, Bailey is a great underneath baby face. That's why I was looking so much forward to that Osprey match because Osprey is that bigger, you know, he's like, he's like six foot two, but compared to Bailey, he's so much bigger. He would have been like that bullied type heel. Um, so this changes the dynamic. This is going to be more of a sports dynamic. Um, but Tanahashi is such a good baby face. Um, that it's going to be really interesting to see how they pull this match off. But I, I don't know. My opinion is Tanahashi. You get Tanahashi an impact. He's the main event. You got to do that. That's that's definitely fair. Right. But my favorite part of all this is like they could have had Tanahashi on the show this whole time. He just they just no one thought that would be a cool idea just to have like him and Osprey on this big show. Like well, the moment Osprey yeah. goes down, he's like, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, you know, <laughs> I I think you know if it were up to Impact and Rocky they Romero, they would have had Tanahashi the whole time. But yes. you know, you got you you take what you can get from New Japan proper, and they gave you Will Osprey. You're probably not going to complain about it too much. But yeah. you know, hey, look, now that they've opened the door to Tanahashi, come on, man, let's let's get him in this on these shows. Uh, get rid of the witchcraft bullshit we've been seeing. <laughs> Let's bring over Tanahashi. I'd like to see him and Josh Alexander swap the belt a couple of times. I wanted. I actually wanted to ask you a question about that. And by the way, I agree. Um, yeah. I think if you can have Tanahashi in any form at any time, you never say no. I don't. No. I don't care if you have. By the way, you don't job him out either. I just want to point that out. You no. do not job out no. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, 
I'm sure they won't. I'm sure uh, they know who he is and what he means, even at his age. But I wanted to ask you about this. Have you watched any of the Ring of Honor TV show? No, I have not. Okay, well, I wanted to. Oh, I, I guess if JD was here, maybe you can. Ask <laughs> J- him JD's feature. been watching. Yeah. Um, because I've watched it, and I think Impact could do that version of TV better, which is pretty much what they do good. But what Impact right. does great without <laughs> yeah. the witchy bullcrap. And I'm right. like, why doesn't why doesn't Impact just do this? And yeah. it's like it's like shows like Multiverse United, and I understand there's a lot of New Japan influence on it, but there's a lot of New Japan influence on their TV every week, mm-hmm. right? So why don't why don't they just like so be a wrestling show and not a sports entertainment show too? They they really have struggled to to maintain an identity because they yeah. can do they can do like the the cool angles like they did with PCO and Eddie Edwards last yeah. week that was very That's well good. done right yeah. that that was a good angle. They can do great matches, just like we saw last week, and then we saw this week, the opening match this week um, with Time Machines versus the design. It was actually a really good match. Um, they could they can do cool promo segments. So that's that's pro wrestling. I put that in the pro wrestling bucket. Like hot angles, cool matches, cool promos. That's pro wrestling bucket. And then they feel the need to get this community theater comedy horseshit <laughs> with Dirty Dango and Santino Morella. And then they want to bring in this, this uh, you know, fourth dimension, like undead realm horseshit. And they want to bring that into it. What they're trying to do is they're trying to, they're trying to appeal to all of these different segments of the population. But what they don't understand is that certain segments are canceling each other out. Right. right. And I think the bad comedy and the bad horror is, um, is driving away more people than it's bringing in. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe they have metrics that disprove that, and that's why they've been doing it for so long. Sure. I just feel like with the people that I talk to, like that is a barrier of entry for them the longer they keep doing this stuff. And they just don't seem to get it, or they, they feel differently, clearly. They yeah. feel like it is working and that it is something that they can make money with. Um, and not to say that they can't have like these darker characters and comedy characters. I think Rosemary's a great character. Um, she's worked. I think Crazy Steve's a great character. Black Tourus obviously is awesome. No. <laughs> um, and Johnny Johnny Swinger is is hilarious, and Zicky Dice is hilarious. So it's like I it's like I'm not saying you can't do darker stuff and you can't do comedy. I just want you to do it well. <laughs> so right, you know what I mean. Yeah. And that and that's yeah. difficult because like it's a subjective. Like what is good to you might not be good to somebody else, but. Yeah, I, I think the reason I thought of that is like I saw like you know guys like the Kingdom who are obviously there and a bunch of these Ring of Honor guys that pretty much did nothing for over a year waiting for yeah. like maybe they were all under some sort of agreement for the returning Ring of Honor that could be it, but I was just sitting there watching it and I said this is what Impact could be this is what Impact yeah. was last year <laughs> yeah that's what it in was. a lot of ways and it's yeah. just like. I don't I don't I understand trying to be different. I do because you know every every show nowadays has good wrestling. That's just, yeah. just the truth. But being different doesn't mean you have to be bad. Yes, <laughs> yes. Right? You don't need yeah. witchcraft. You don't right. need you don't need Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have like I we you you guys I think perfectly kind of sum up how I feel about Bully Ray. And it's that you don't need to see him, but at least he's a good promo and does the right things. Just don't have him in the main event, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's how I feel about all legends, pretty much. Like, you guys were talking about Goldberg before I jumped in here. 
That's kind of how I felt about Goldberg when he's in WWE. I don't give a shit if he's around. Just don't have yeah. him in the world title picture. And yeah. like, you know, <laughs> now bringing in Tanahashi, would I give him a world title match tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, so maybe, shit. Yeah. But Tanahashi <laughs> yeah. can still go, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, and, uh, and I'll, I'll say this and then I'll go ahead and let you go. So, uh, my, my thing about Tanahashi is, you know, because they have the synergy with New Japan and they have the mm-hmm. access show right after Impact. Mm-hmm. Tanahashi could win the title, take it back to Japan, defend it there, and then you could air those matches on Access. So, like he beats he beats Josh here, takes the title back to Japan, defends it a few times, comes back here to drop it, or Josh can go there and take the title however they want to do yeah. it. I I think there's a little bit of money in that. There's some business there to be had. Um, yeah, and I, I I I would suggest that they do not a long one, but you know. Look, Tanahashi is in the twilight of his career, um, and he's had every title uh, multiple times in New Japan. It'd be kind of cool to see him with an American title. It would kind of be like giving Kenny Omega the Impact World Championship yes. in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. Yeah, just before before I leave, I just want to say, like, that one is a great idea. But I think having Tanahashi on the show, he'll have the eye for talent to tell a Gato or someone, like, hey, you know, maybe maybe this guy should be in the G1. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping yeah. he sees. I'm yeah. hoping he sees speedball, and they're like, "Let's put him in the best of super juniors." See uh, I, Alexander, put him in G1. I'm predicting the speedball will be in the best of the super juniors this year. Uh, Ace was in it last year, and then Ace and Bay were in the junior tag. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they're, they're going to push speedball for that this year. It's a good spot. I think that's probably why they have the Osprey match. Truthfully, so you're probably yeah. right. Yep. All right, man. Well, hey, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, JD's computer died. He just texted me. He is not coming back. So I'm going to go ahead and recap the the, the impact show. I'm going to go solo on that ass, man. But All hey, right, Scotty, man. thank you for joining me, brother. Of course. Have a good one, man. Have a good trip, by the way. Yes, sir. So. All right. That was a uh, Scott E wrestling man, uh, a legend in this business. <laughs> I love, I love Scott. He, uh, he is a, he educates me every time he comes on, but yeah. Hey guys, sorry. Uh, JD, his computer died, so he is not coming back. So I am going to go solo on that ass and I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick out the rest of the show. So on BTI, Trey Miguel defeated Kevin Knight. This is a match that I will watch, but the gimmick has to stay. And that was talking BTI. Thank you, folks. Thank you for talking BTI. Hey, look, they're really trying to get me in on this uh, on this BTI by putting Kevin Knight. I'm really impressed by this guy. And then, of course, Trey Miguel is uh, super fantastic. Now we go to the main show. The show opened with the design, making their interest for the six-man tag on the go-home show for Impact. Um, Sacrifice, which is coming up tomorrow night. Uh, stay tuned to patreon.com slash media for my solo review of Sacrifice's coming up weekend. Um, opening match is Time Machine, Saban, Shelly, and Kushida defeating The Design. Um, this match started off not that good, um, mainly because I don't give a fuck about The Design. Uh, but eventually, they kicked into another gear, man, and it was a really, really good match. I like the ending. I don't really care for the Callahan story, but um, Kushida came in and got the hoverboard lock on Allen Angels and tapped him out. Uh, good, good stuff here. Um, and then as the design was went up the ramp, Callahan was assuring Dieter that he tried to protect him. So there you go. Uh, Kylan King and Taylor Wilde, they did a um, a backstage skit. All kinds of darky stuff. Bad. It was really bad. They did some stuff, and then it was over. Anyway, moving on. Champagne Singh had a promo uh, about his winnings at the casino. So there you go. And then Eddie Edwards and Kit, man, lots of backstage stuff. Eddie Edwards and Kenny King were backstage and talked about how it was Jay Briscoe's funeral when they were uh, at the Briscoe home is where they reconciled after Arnold and Moore fell apart. 
Keen claimed he was going to help Edwards uh, put PCO on ice. Um, yeah, you know, it's kind of weird to bring up the uh, the the Briscoe the Briscoe thing. I'm not that bothered by it because they didn't say anything disrespectful. Um, but uh, Kenny King said he was going to he's getting the real PCO. He's putting Carl out. Um, so I, I like this. A PCO takes on Kenny King as sacrifice. Next up, Deanna Perrazzo defeated Savannah Evans. Um, so this uh, this was a uh, you know this was a decent match. You know Perrazzo is uh, becoming a babyface here, and I like this. And Evans was kind of the big monster. And they had lots of interference and stuff like that. But I, th- I thought it was good. And I thought Perrazzo specifically looked pretty good here. Um, after Perrazzo got the Perrazzo blocked a full Nelson slam, got distracted by Shaw. But when she went for a heat seeker power driver, Vidal grabbed Perrazzo, but she dodged a kick from Evans and hit a crucifix driver for the pinfall. Shaw and crew attacked Perrazzo after the bell with Evans hitting a full Nelson slam on, and Shaw hitting a running knee on Perrazzo. So they're building up that match coming up at the sacrifice. The, oh, okay, so this is where um, this is where it gets really, really bad. Um, so the Death Dolls were backstage, and they talked about how upset they were about losing the tag titles. And Jessica talked about how she was going to go after the Coven right now to get her magic. <sighs> Jessica found a casket just randomly in the backstage area, and then she opened it up, and a bright light came out of it. And Valkyrie slammed the casket set, saying it was dangerous to mess with magic. And she's probably right about that. And as they were talking, a hand reached out of the casket and pulled Valkyrie uh, inside, writing her off of the show since she went to AEW. <laughs> this was terrible. So terrible that my friend Josiah, who does the recaps for the Wrestling Observer, um, he wrote a poem about this. Taya got eaten by a casket. How odd and strange is that? Impact thinks it's compelling, but I just think it's crap. That's a beautiful poem, Josiah. Thank you for writing a poem about this. And I I, I would like to uh, say, that, say that, yes, it was crap. Look, if you're going to – they should have just chopped her head off. That's what I wanted them to do. Just cut her fucking head off. Blood squirting everywhere. Like, if you're going to do horror, go all the way with it, man. Don't do half-ass it. All right. Um, but, I look, it's it's over kind of a dumb way. Um, afterwards, uh, Taya Valkyrie took to uh, Instagram or Twitter or whatever and uh, thanked Impact Wrestling for everything. But, yeah, she's all in on uh, AEW, so there you go. Next, we got Bully Ray and Masha Slamovich defeating Tommy Dreamer and Mickey James. Um, yeah, you know what? Look, I expected this to be way worse than what it was, but it was this was a fun match. Um, and this was, like, the match that the crowd got into the most. Like, they were really into this stuff. So, look, hey, what the hell do I know? Like, the people in the audience loved it. But, you know, they, they like the legends and they like tables. But uh, <coughs> so at one point, Dreamer hit a wishbone split and James hit the old Team 3D headbutt to the lower regions on uh, Bully Ray. Uh, Dreamer and James got a table out from under the ring, leading to Slamovich hitting a dive on James. Um, Ray hit a low blow on Dreamer and then a power driver for the three count. So there you go. And apparently, I think they're going to do a story where this is, oh, after the match, um, Slamovich had ideas for further punishment for James, asking Bully Ray to power bomber through a table. Jordan Grace ran down and hit uh, Kendo, hit Ray with a Kendo stick uh, to break it up, but Ray dodged when Grace went for a spear, resulting in Grace hitting James by accident. I think this is going to be the injury that they're talking about. Kazarian was backstage giving advice to Rich Swan, saying that if it was bothering him, something was bothering Swan. Swan was bothered by the fact that um, he thought Josh Alexander thought that he wasn't uh, worth a title shot and not being his real friend. Whatever. This was stupid. 
And then they cut to Macklin, who was in Alexander's locker room, and then Swan found him going through Alexander's bag. I don't know. What the hell are we doing? Swan stopped him, and Macklin claimed that um, Alexander knew about it. Yep. Look, these guys are supposed to be fighting for a title, and like they got Ale- they got Macklin being like a peeping Tom. What are we doing? He should be kicking people's asses. Instead, he's going through Josh Alexander's bag. This is just bad television, guys. Get Get your shit together. Joe Henry came down to the ring with Dirty Dango and cut a promo with Dango talking over Henry, which seemed to be uh, off-putting for him. Henry said that there was only two words to say that we believe, but Dango yelled, suck it. Henry said that he appreciated the enthusiasm. Moose and Brian Myers defeated uh, Joe Henry and Dango. Uh, what a waste, man. Like, uh, this was, you know, a nothing happening match. It's just comedy for the sake of comedy. I just, you know, like, and I like Joe Henry. I like Myers. I like Moose. I don't really care for Dango. <clears throat> but I, I just, this was just a waste of time, and I really don't even want to recap it. Rich Swan, uh, dumbest babyface in the history of wrestling, so as he believed Macklin about Alexander asking him to uh, go through his stuff. Alexander had no idea what Swan was talking about, so he said he'd handle it in the ring. And then Alexander came out to the ring and respected Macklin for his ability and his service to the U.S. Alexander then claimed Macklin was afraid of him, waiting for others to wear him down, that if he lost, he would be a soldier without a mission and a forgotten son. That was a great line. Macklin came out and admitted that Alexander was right. He was afraid of failing. He was afraid of waiting. He was waiting for the right opportunity to challenge for the title. He said that he could have challenged him whenever Bobby Fish did. He could have challenged him whenever Speedball did, but he was waiting for his moment, and his moment is now, <coughs> or at Rebellion. Um, and then he said that he was, he's was he been scouting him for a year, and they actually cut the footage of him scouting Alexander for the year. They actually had dates on it with uh, him watching Alexander matches from behind the curtain for the last year, and I thought that was kind of a cool touch. Um, I know wrestlers don't really review or don't scout people that way. They have tape now, you know, but, uh, he's old school. He's a Marine. He was uh, doing some recon, <coughs> excuse me. So I, I really dug that. Alexander said he was the fighting champion. He's willing to fight Mac right now. If he was ready, Mac said, no, saying that he was going to do it his way. And he was going to beat Alexander in his hometown at rebellion. And then the show went off the air with Alexander and Macklin staring at each other. Uh, <coughs> this was not a good episode. Uh, I like the closing segment and I like the opening match and everything in between was just okay to bad. Um, man, Impact has really just had a down year. It's really depressing, man. It's getting to the point where um, reviewing these shows just aren't that fun anymore, but we're going to keep doing it, man, uh, in hopes because we know that these guys can do good. And I hope this sacrifice is a good show tomorrow. Um, I was originally going to recap sacrifice or preview sacrifice, but JD's not here, so uh, we'll go ahead and call it a show for now, but you know, final thoughts. Not not a very good show. It wasn't. It's not really like the last two months have not been a whole lot of fun um, covering Impact. Um, but we're gonna keep doing it, man, because I still believe that this company can turn things around. Because I've seen them do really good shit, and they've done a lot of good stuff since I started covering them back in 2018. So uh, I hope they start writing the ship uh, starting tomorrow night at uh, at Sacrifice. So hey, everybody. Until next week, mahalo. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.